everybody welcome back to another episode of the sanctity time podcast where no matter if it's eastern time western time or pacific time it'll always be sanctity time uh once again i have Teresa with me and this is uh part four right or is this part, part three of the part three technically yeah, I... part two and three were the same ones right <laughs> Right, yeah, because we had because apparently we have more time on the Renaissance thing. But yeah, so this is uh this is part three of of the Disney tier list, and we are covering the post Renaissance, just the post Renaissance, because because like again, you got things to do as per usual, and yeah, and uh, and you can't really see our screen because unfortunately, Sanctity Time is not in video format. But yeah, like Teresa is in the middle of crocheting, and I'm really excited to see how that shirt is going to come out. But yeah, and I am wearing a and, and I am wearing a Stitch uh, and I'm wearing a Lilo and Stitch Hawaiian shirt for this very occasion. So yeah, uh, I am going to uh share my screen a bit so that so that we can just uh get right into it. You know, all right. Uh, so Teresa, how, how are you doing? I know I asked before recording, but how's it going? Uh, all things considered, I'm doing okay, you know? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm, I'm doing okay too. So like, like not to like share too much into it, but we, but we've both kind of had bad luck recently, but which is fine. You know, all we can do is like move forward, you know, take it one day at a time. Yes. Yeah. All right. And okay, so uh, again, I'm I'm going to skip the. Um, sorry, I thought I thought my door was opening up for a bit, but that's okay. Uh, I'm just gonna get right into the tier list, just because like I want to like skip the like pop culture news segment, because again, we got things to do. So, first movie of the day, Fantasia 2000. I know you said you you you've never seen it, which which is very surprising to me okay, because who <laughs> can i say something i saw i like after we had that conversation this is how you know your phones are listening to you i yeah. saw on like instagram because i had deleted tiktok so i use reels now yeah um, a scene from fantasia 2000 and i was like oh that actually looks cool was it rhapsody in blue it was the um one where like all of the people are in the elevator and yes, like that's rhapsody in blue. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that looks cool. Like I would be into that. So yeah. Yeah, it does look cool. Rhapsody in Blue is simply a masterpiece of animation. Just like uh within a span of like 15 minutes, all these people are just like living their lives in New York City and they all have dr and they all have dreams and like like it's so perfectly pencilly drawn the music is great oh my god I, i'm 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 obsessed with it and i'm obsessed with like other sequences too like you have like the flamingo who's playing with the yo-yo and you have yeah, there's these like flying humpback whales and um and like sorcerer's apprentice plays again because it's fantasia and you know and um there's another sequence that I really liked and I'm blinking. Oh, and like where like Donald Duck is basically Noah and he has to like and he has to like put all of the animals like into the ark and uh, dark and he think and, he, and Donald thinks Daisy was was left behind or behind and, and, and they're both unknowingly on the same ark and they reunite and it's so cute. Oh. I really love it. So I'm tempted to put it in S tier just because 
just because I think this is oh wait and there's another one with the nutcracker and there was this like Jack and there's this like Jack in the Box guy who's a complete asshole <laughs> oh my god like you really like I implore you to to experience Fantasia 2000 like I did as a child like this That's I was obsessed some, with like, seeing the 10 second clip of Rhapsody in Blue I would agree with that thanks thank you yeah so <laughs> Fantasia 2000 is top tier okay next movie remember dinosaur the good dinosaur no 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 it's just, just dinosaur. dinosaur the good the, uh, the good dinosaur is Pixar. Like, yeah. Oh, is Pixar not included in this? Y you, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't see any Pixar in here. Like, oh, oh, next time we should do Pixar if you yeah, want to. Yeah, we do Pixar. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah, okay. I, anyways, I definitely had that on VHS, but I don't remember anything about it. But uh, I do remember, I do remember that movie and I do remember having it. I had it on VHS too, and I vividly remember watching it. So essentially, this like uh, this brachiosaur was basically raised by prehistoric lemurs, and and it's essentially like the asteroid hitting the Earth, and all these dinosaurs gotta survive or whatever, and like it's done in like photorealistic animation type thing yeah i was gonna like, say isn't it like it because i remember the reason i didn't like it or i didn't want to watch it it was because it looked too real and i was yeah. like i want like, to watch real dinosaurs well yeah essentially this is like this is like if a this is like if one of those like prehistoric documentaries like was made into a narrative feature okay so which is like which is like how how i look at it and like and, and yeah i mean like as a kid i thought kind of looked cool but like when you look at it now it's kind of subpar you know it kind of boring to me really yeah uh i would say meh it's meh yeah yeah uh it and it and again like these days i don't think hollywood could ever like achieve a dinosaur movie you know because back in the 90s when spielberg did you know Jurassic park and changed the game in terms of like terms of combining cg with animatronics and such like it's not that cool anymore nowadays like anyone can anyone can create like a cgi dinosaur and try to make it look cool when it's not it's not really that interesting anymore i, I hate to sound like a snob but really it's just kind of boring no i i get you thanks yeah. oh the emperor's new groove oh okay love this movie i, I love I, this I, movie I too this DVD, actually i had it on dvd too yeah Oh, oh my god, like, everything about this movie is just so funny. It is the most untraditional, like, Disney movie I've ever watched. Like, it is like, Delta, this is not even a musical, no Disney princess whatsoever. This is just about this character who is... This is about this character who is a complete... This is about this character who is an emperor with no lack of a conscience, who, who thinks that he can do whatever he wants, right? right right and he learns this just by and he learns this just by being a llama and then you have like these super hilarious side characters you know exactly who i'm talking about i'm talking about kronk and yzma <laughs> and that and, 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 and yeah and everybody liked kronk so much that he got his own movie which wasn't very good unfortunately but uh but yeah but kronk and i really wanted to try spinach pops don't you yeah the um the food looked so good right yeah like yeah yeah he is such an excellent cook like he really he really is 
Is something burning? <gasps> My spinach puffs! Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, what, didn't it take place in, like, the Mayan yeah. times? Or, like, they were they were Mayans or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mesoamerican, like, Asian type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, really cool. And, like, like... Like I could literally talk about this movie all day from like uh from the chase sequence that doesn't make sense, like the whole thing with like the bridge collapsing and 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 Cusco and Pacha have to like work together to get up the bridge and then you have uh, and then you have like Kronk like 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 speaking to a squirrel because he understands squirrel speak apparently and <laughs> And then when Kronk is like getting rid of like Cusco's unconscious body, he has his own theme music. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and he's talking to like the literal angel, and he's talking to like the literal angel and devil on his shoulder. And, and, and there's another moment where he's talking to them, where he's talking to them. Isma's all confused, and so, and, and so are Cusco and Pacha. I could I could literally talk about this movie all day. It's so good. I love it. Oh my and god. And then they made like a spin-off um series. Yeah, like Emperor's New Tale. School or whatever. Like yeah. it's where it's where Cusco went to school or something and Isma was the principal. Like yeah. it, like I I remember that show vividly, but yeah. Uh what are we thinking? I think it's it, I'm going to put it in I'm thinking great or enjoyable. I think I I'm buying like it to great. great. It's great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's great. Yeah. Uh oh, I love this movie a lot. Atlantis the Lost Empire. What are we thinking? I've never seen it, but I know people. Really? Like really? Yeah. I really, I really like Atlantis the Lost Empire. This was like okay. This is okay. I re like Atlantis the Lost Empire was one of those movies where it was like where where it was one of those. Disney movies that, that that wasn't afraid to be mature that this was just basically a fun like stylized adventure movie that we don't really get much anymore unfortunately and like 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 the cast is great too you got Michael J Fox in the role and you have um who else was in it look it up I'll look it up the cast because I always forget who's in it uh, you got Don Novello, Chris Summer, Jacqueline Obradors, James Garner, Florence Stanley, Phil Morris, Jim Barney, John Mahoney, uh, Corey Burton, like Leonard Nimoy's in it, and David Ogden Steers, like uh, the veteran Disney actor who voices, like who voiced a lot of characters, and yeah, like I really. I like I really like this movie. The world of Atlantis is cool. Like specifically, like the teaser posters that they had were like that they had were really cool and intriguing. I like the supporting characters. It's just fun. And in a way, this is pretty much James Cameron's Avatar. Really? Yes. Like you have, yes, you have the protagonist who who is a white guy. You know, like uh, like uh, traveling traveling to somewhere with like like traveling to a land where traveling to a land where where natives live and then you have this villain who is a pompous military asshole who uh, uh, a dog who basic who basically like who basically wants to like destroy this land for personal gain well like so so Quarch is the villain in in, in avatar and, and and he wants to like ex and, and he wants to like bring and he basically wants to commit genocide on the Navi. And then you have that, and then you have, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, 
uh, Commander Lyle, what's his name? Shit. Forgot his name. Looking it up. Oh, God, this is killing me. Damn. Uh, 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 Commander Rourke. So, like, Rourke, like, so, like, Rourke wants, like, the material that's, that's growing it, like, in, like, in Atlantis and to sell it and, and will destroy anything to get in his way. So, yeah, and, and, and both characters have, like, have some of the best line delivery I've ever heard. This is one line that Rourke says that, I, that, that I think is so cool. I'm I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. Like he says, tell Cookie to melt the butter and break out the bibs. I want this lobster served on a silver platter. That sounds good. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then and, and, and a bunch of characters like have have really good lines too. Like Rook has the best lines in the movie. Like uh you got like you got one line that's probably been memed to death. He goes, I love it when I win. And another one where he's like, where where he says something like, "Congratulations, you just won the contest for for best Cupid doll or whatever." <laughs> so it's so cool. Oh man, uh, I'm gonna put it in great. I think Atlantis is great. I really like it. Lilo and Stitch. I'm wearing oh. a Lilo and Stitch right now. There we go. Yeah, you see. I honestly don't remember the movie as much as I remember the series as well. Oh my god. You mean you mean Pokemon for Disney kids? Yeah. <laughs> it's lit look, think about this way. Stitch's series revolves around Lilo and Stitch capture like basically catching all the aliens that have crashed down in Hawaii. It's basically Pokemon. <laughs> I've never thought about it like that, but good point. Yeah. Right? And Lilo and Stitch is just it's really good. Like revisiting now, it's just as great as I remember it. Where is it? Do a live action of that as well. Oh my God, don't don't even get me started. They're not. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Like this is a this is a really good time to talk about the Leo and Stitch remake and how and how pretty much that's going to suck because here's the thing. Here's the thing though. Remember remember Bubbles the 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 child services guy. No. He's like like big guy with the shades. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's being played by Courtney B. Vance, and uh, and 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 in the original movie, he's voiced. He was voiced by Ving Raves, and like my big criticism is that Ving Raves should have been brought back to play Bubbles because I think he would be great in live action. Maybe he didn't want like he didn't want the role. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, I mean, maybe, but I don't see why he couldn't really pass up playing Bubbles because I'm sure he did like playing Bubbles. I don't know, but, but look, I like Courtney B. Vance. I also think he's a great actor, but he is no way Bubbles. Um, you know? and then also people were getting upset that um, the characters to play uh Lilo and what was the sister's name Nani? Yeah, Nani. Yeah, they were saying that they were too light to play them. Yeah, exactly. Like even though, like yeah, I know like even like upset. yeah, even though they're they're Hawaiian natives, so oh my god, this is a really wild thing. You know about the casting process of David? Who's is David the guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. David yeah. is the love interest of Nani. Yeah. So so David was gonna be played. So so they so they first cast David right, and his name was um. I keep forgetting his name. Oh my god, I have to. 
I keep having to look things up, but oh my god. Oh, man. Uh, live action adaptation. Here we go. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so, so David was going to be played by, Ka I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry that I'm butchering this guy's name, but Kahiwa Machado, right? And like, and, and, right? And, and as it turns out, uh, And as it turns out, he's a bit of a racist. So like Disney like instantly replaced him with another with with another actor named Kaipo Duduit. Okay. Yeah. And like and, and Kaipo doesn't really look at all like David. I'm sure I'm sure he'll be great, but I don't know. Like the other guy was like was like more hot, but again, bit of a racist. So and and then like Now, I'm not personally I'm not mad about personally I'm not bad about like the casting of Nani because like and uh you know like and you know I did have a bit of a crush on Nani back in the day, if you know what I'm saying. But yeah, like and I don't know what to say about Lilo Stitch. I think it's great. It's super funny and wholesome. Like it really like it really like captures like the it, it really captures like the authenticity of sisterhood and of sisterhood and how like and how essentially it's up to like and how essentially like one sibling has to like be the bigger parents it's that like since that their parents are not really uh, are basically like gone they were killed in a car crash and um and, uh, and it's basically just nani trying her best to trying her base trying her best to raise lilo and think about what's best for her and just trying really hard to take care of her sister and then stitch comes along and and that stitch comes along and 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 either way like stitch essentially becomes like the best thing that has that has ever really that, that has ever really happened to their family even though like stitch has been like has been like bringing so much chaotic energy that it kind of wrecks that but then but but then in the end but 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 then in the end stitch like learns the meaning of family and, and it's really cute Oh yeah, Ohana means family. Exactly. Family means nobody gets left behind. Yeah, that is kind of a quotable movie. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it also features uh features features a features one of the three non-binary kings, Pleakley. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like, didn't know that was like a thing. Yeah, like you don't remember in the series that like Bleakly likes to like be in disguises, like yeah, like I sometimes like being a like, woman. <laughs> yeah, okay, or they. Yeah. I, guess. I mean, I. Uh, yeah, this alien is non-binary to me in my eyes, and uh, the two other non-binary kings that I am referring to are Kurapika from Hunter Hunter and Klaus and Klaus Hargreaves from the Umbrella Academy. Right. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, and uh. Oh, and I love Jamba. Jamba's great. I like him a lot. Who's Jamba? Uh, ja uh, Jamba is the guy, is the alien who who created Stitch. So okay. like how so 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 how Lilo and Stitch charge is with like Stitch escape, is is with Jamba being arrested for creating for for creating Stitch because like alien experimentation, especially like especially experimenting on the creation of 
of of random alien life is basically illegal and he was sentenced to jail so 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 as penance he's sent to earth to capture stitch and okay. uh, apparently has to like tag along oh okay yes yeah. i remember and uh and, and i really like john but he's he's so he's so so funny like all like all he wanted was to like like all, all that he basically really wanted was freedom in a sense and, and he becomes like a helpful ally and he's got the funniest lines like mm -hmm. this is this is probably a tiktok sound that you've probably heard of heard of he goes what after everything you put me through you expect me to hurt you just like that just like that yeah fine and then Plinko's like what you're doing what he says and then Jamba's, and then Jamba says yeah he's very persuasive so funny. Okay, I'm putting Lilo and Stitch in great. It's okay. great. I love it. Wait, did you watch Lilo and Stitch too? Stitch has the glitch. No. I did. Like, Stitch was the glitch was... It was a dark movie. Sometimes Disney gets dark. Like, Yeah, they do. But, like, with Stitch too, like, 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 essentially, there was, like, the, 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 there was a bit of, like, a, there was a bit of, like, a genetic mishap regarding Stitch, and he's, like, glitching all the time. Like it's like it's pretty much kind of like that thing in Into the Spider Verse where like Peter B. Parker was like glitching all the time, was was glitching most of the time because like he was in the wrong universe. I know he didn't watch Into the Spider Verse too, but this is like for like the listeners to like. This is just like for me like giving listeners an example of so. Yeah, I actually saw a friend over the weekend, and he said that he watched Into the Spider Verse, and he thought it was really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I'd be open to watching it. Yeah, and and, and I think you'll really like Across the Spider Verse a lot because like it's pretty much like darker and it's so much better and also a bit longer. But again, but 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 you won't feel the length at all. So just just letting you know. Okay. All right. Okay. Moving on. Uh, the next movie, Treasure Planet. Uh, kind of a hot take. I think this might be my favorite disney movie of all time really i think so i think so i think i just think space pirates are cool okay have not seen it real wow wow yeah this is this is the most this is like this is like right alongside atlantis as, as being like the most underrated disney movie ever made okay and it's because and it's also because that it bombs because like the amount of like money that was spent on making this was grand because like there was like because there was so much money spent on a on a on a, on a spaceport that resembles a crescent moon. Like it's so cool. Like there was like the the like like one of the teaser trailers was like was like you see this moon, right? This crescent moon. And and, and as the camera slowly pans on the moon, it's actually an expansive spaceport. Okay. And I, I I thought that was the coolest thing ever seen. And then and then you have the character like and you have the main protagonist. This is uh this is Jim Hawkins. And uh and uh you're gonna you're gonna basically want to see like Treasure Planet after I tell like like trust me, like after I tell you like who voices Jim Hawkins, you're probably gonna wanna watch it. So 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 Jim Hawkins is like he's riding on this like parasail like ship thing, and and I thought that looked really cool as a kid. So I was like so so I was like eagerly waiting to watch it, but like but like much later on when I was like 10, I watched like snippets of it. I watched snippets of it just because like and again, like 
I was born as a kid. I didn't really know what was going on with it, but but much later, Treasure Planet like really like solidified it for me as like as a really good movie. Just because like you there is a there's a whole dynamic with like Jim and this like pirate that he meets. He's he's a cyborg pirate. It's like Long John Silver. His, his name is like John Silver and Treasure Planet is based on treasure is based on the Treasure Island story that was written in the 1800s. And essentially and essentially like Jim and especially Jim and Silver like have this like have this like 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 develop this friendship and like like even though like Silver is actually like this bad guy who wants the treasure for himself and done and when Silver grow grows soft, like he realizes that 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 he realizes that uh that 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 he he realizes that there's more to life than treasure essentially and and he realizes that that Jim is all that matters to him and there is a really really good line and inspirational quote that he says and I'm looking I'm looking into my letterbox log right now but the quote is you've got the makings of greatness in you but you got to chart your own course stick to it no matter the squalls and when the times and when the time comes you get the chance to really test the cut of your sails and show what you're made of Ew. yeah so cute and again space pirates are cool i mean like you know how big of a one piece fan i am and you know how much i love pirates in general just the potential of treasure planet becoming a franchise like what well, like was pretty much big back in the day, and again, and again, it bombed at the box office. So like, so, so there was zero chance of it happening, and like, like I can already imagine just a franchise being set on Treasure Planet. Like it could have been like a One Piece Pirates of the Caribbean type story in which like Jim Hawkins would like would like go on these like random adventures, like different, like like traveling to different planets and such. So. And of course, like Jim and Luffy basically have like two different goals. Like Jim, like Jim wants to like wants to go to Treasure Planet to save like his mother's like better breakfast. And then at the uh, and Luffy basically wants the One Piece, which is like which is like which which is a rare treasure that everybody's going after. And and he also wants to be king of the pirates. So yeah, uh, the only con I have is, is that there is a side character who who is like pretty much annoying. He's this robot named Ben, and yeah, like he was a, he wasn't really that interesting to me. But yeah, I really love Treasure Planet. I think it's great. But yeah, uh, do you want to know who voices Jim Hawkins? Who? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No. Yes, Joseph okay, Gordon Levitt. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, yeah, so, I love George Joseph. Yeah, Gordon. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I said, yeah, yeah, because like yeah, because like I sent you a snap pick of me watching Treasure Planet, and the caption was like, wait until I tell you about Treasure Planet. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and I know how much you love JGL because I was like, Yeah, Teresa. He literally cannot do anything wrong in my eyes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like, like we definitely got to do a Joseph Gordon-Levitt episode sometime. Like, we really should. But yeah, Treasure Planet is great. Really good. Uh, next movie, Brother Bear. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, Treasure Planet's a good one. It's the second Disney movie 
in which Phil Collins like did songs for. Okay. Yeah. Tell everybody I'm on my way. He he did that song. Yeah. And really good. It's really, it's really cute. That was And kind of like uh the original Brave, right? uh sort of. Because doesn't he get turned into a bear? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does get turned into a bear, but in Brave, like his mom gets turned into a bear, which I thought was stupid. Like Brave had the most misleading marketing campaign I've ever seen. Yeah, I didn't, I thought I would like it because it's all like Celtic and stuff, but. Yeah, I yeah, I thought I would like it too. It was cool. Like he got this like he got this like female character who was a badass and Yeah, such. I thought it was boring. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was boring too. And the worst thing is, is that so like like this could have been like the first like. Pixar movie to be like this was the first Pixar movie to to be made like by to be made by a woman like that is until Turning Red came along and and like Jennifer Chapman like was like was like the co-director of it and and, uh, and her credit was like wasn't there so yeah which is which is pretty sad and Jennifer Chapman like also uh did The Prince of Egypt which was the first animated movie to ever be made by a woman Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Uh also Brother Bear was technically the first Joaquin Phoenix movie I've ever watched. Oh, then me too probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix voiced Kenai. Okay. I I literally did not know that at all. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah, like I I'd say it's really it's cute. The animation the animation is so nice. I liked it a lot as a kid. I liked like the whole bond with Kenai and Koda. Like Koda's like a really cute kid and and like uh one person like in this like in this like film chat like Discord said like oh Koda's insufferable and I and, and I replied back there will be no Koda slander in this house. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a kid. He's voiced by a kid, you know? Like he has a wild Aww. imagination. He has a wild imagination. Let it be. <laughs> and and I really like the Moose Brothers. You remember the Moose Brothers? Yes, I do. Oh, oh yeah, brother. Mo oh yeah, brother. Bear's a good movie, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh gee, <laughs> it's yeah. It, I'd say it's good. It's pretty good. I'd say pretty good. You, do you agree? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Really good movie. Uh oh my god. I don't I don't want to talk about this movie. The next one is Home on the Range. Oh my god. What do you what do you think of it? Uh, is that the one with the animals? Yeah, with the yeah, with the three girl cows, yeah. Okay, I don't like I vaguely remember it, but I don't remember anything about the movie. Yeah, like I, I revisit like, picture it in my mind, but I don't remember what happened. Yeah, so it's such so like the plot is like so confusing. So these cows have to like go like to a town so they could like get their farm back because like their farm is like being like auctioned or something okay so like so so like they and then they run into this like cowboy gang and and they also want the farm to themselves and like and and and, 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 and it's a really good like and and it sounds like a good adventure movie but these characters are not likable at all they don't have a shred they don't have a sense of depth in any of them. It's not, it's not great. Like, 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 like three of these cows are just like, are just going on this venture just because they want to get back to farm. They don't really have like deep or meaningful connections with, with, with one another. They just bicker all the time. And, and, and then, and then you have like the, the, 
like like there's another side character who is this horse who is voiced by Cuba Gooding Jr., which is enough to like hate, which is enough to not like this movie already because Cuba Gooding Jr. is a piece of shit. And um and he's so annoying in this movie. He's so insufferable. I wanted this movie to end. I really did. And and, and like like there was this Jack Rabbit, there were these like there's these Jack Rabbit, like there was these like side characters that were that 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 were only there to appease children. Like it's noise. It's it's noise for children. That's all I'll say about it. There's nothing appealing about it whatsoever. Okay. I mean, I trust your judgment, so. Yeah, I'm gonna say so to that, I'm putting home I'm putting home on the range and fuck off. Okay. I did it in my Logan I did it in my Logan Roy voice. I'm just so yeah. And uh and again, if you ever have time, I recommend succession instead of watching instead of watching Sam Levitt. Sam Levinson's disgusting sexual fantasy that is the idol. What euphoria? No, 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 no. I think I told you about this. Sam Levinson has this new show called The Idol, and it came out last night. Oh no, I don't yeah. think you did. Yeah, yeah, and I think I mentioned it in one of like in one of the student press meetings. Like, oh okay, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked about like it's like it's lengthy production schedule and how like Sam Levinson like basically was. And, and, yeah, Sam Levinson is just such a, he's a creep. creep. Yeah, yeah he I is. Think he's a creep. I like that show, Euphoria, but yeah, yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, yeah and I'm I'm not excited for Euphoria season three whatsoever. I know. Like, not, I heard I'm, it's gonna be like a time jump, and then um, what's her name? Barbie Fiera is not gonna be in it. Yeah, yeah, and and she was right to leave, you know, and I'm and and, and I hope that and, and and I really hope that she that she does. Yeah, and I'm really, and I'm really like hopeful for her future, and and such, and like, and I'm super, and I'm super hopeful like for her future like going forward and such, but like, but like yeah, and and mainly like season three is just gonna be mainly written by Levinson because of the writer strike. It's oh yeah, like like. Like hence why I think season three is going to suck because without writers, a show, a show is going to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I've said this before, like previously, pay your writers. We don't want this writer strike to continue. We want our shows to come back, <laughs> please. Like they deserve, they deserve more respect. Uh oh, look at that. Moving on, another movie that I don't like, Chicken Little. What do you think? I don't. I can see why you wouldn't like it, but I don't mind it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, yes, like, I mean, yes, it did a lot for children, like back in the day. Like, it was a, it, it, it was a nice distraction when we were kids, but now it's just, it's not great. I don't even remember. Like half the time, I don't even remember what it was about. Like something about something about this, something about this, like boy chick. Who ranting about who, who is ranting about aliens taking over their town and, and taking over their town and they have these side characters who do who don't really do nothing except for fish though I like fish fish is this yeah fish, fish is innocent though <laughs> and don't even get me started on Chicken Little's father what an asshole yeah like like he literally like he literally tells Chicken Little not to be a fucking loser like. 
Bro, <laughs> he is your son. You're supposed to love him no matter what. You're not you're not supposed to encourage your son to lay low. He should live his life day by day. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, like I swear to God, he makes Endeavor from My Hero Academia a saint. I swear to God. <laughs> and, and yeah, and like, yeah, I don't know. Like the animation is so bland. Like, like the town that they live in, Oki Oaks or whatever. Like. It's truly uninspired. It looks like Hill Valley from Back to the Future, but 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 it's so condensed. Yeah, I was gonna say the animation was never like I even when I was a kid, I was like, this kind of looks bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, right. Like even as children, we didn't think that it, that we didn't think that it looked that it didn't look appealing at all. But 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 you know, as children, we like we like to see talking animals do funny stuff. We didn't care at the time, but essentially now we do. So there we go. But yeah. Oh wait. I didn't even talk about this. Do you remember do you remember the Lilo and Stitch marketing campaign? Uh no. So 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 like so like there were these like previews, like there were these like like th there was these like previews where like Stitch would like interrupt like uh, would interrupt a Disney movie scene. There was one where like Stitch pulled up with like with Aladdin and Jasmine, and he picked up Jasmine. And 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 there was another one where like Stitch like unhooked a chandelier during like the Beauty and the Beast sequence, okay. which interrupted their dance. And they have another one with the Lion King where like Stitch like took Simba's place as when as when like Rafiki was like raising him during that iconic scene. And then like Timon points out in the crowd like. Hey, that's not Simba. No, I don't remember that. Oh, oh my god. I have I have to send you to them. They're so funny. Okay. Like I I I remember them and I thinking that was cool. But anyways, back to Chicken Little. Uh it's going in the fuck off pile. Sorry. Okay. Uh do you remember Meet the Robinsons? I do. I saw oh, that in a good movie. I think I saw that in the movie theater actually. I saw it on DVD. Yeah. I, 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 I had to watch it in the theater. It was but scary. Yeah. yeah, like seeing like yeah, seeing Wilbur like being in like being the future where, where everything is like all dark and everything's yeah. ruined. It freaked me out. And there were these like then there was these robots and such. Like, yeah, like I remember liking it a lot and, and liking it a ton. Like and and I didn't and I haven't revisited revisited this yet for some reason i don't know why i didn't but but i but but i guess i didn't but yeah like but but yeah i remember like like it a ton as a kid so like yeah what do you what do you think i like it and then the jonas brothers had the um song the year 3000 in it which is oh, a did they? Good song yes yes year that 3000 was, like was in the movie that yes, during the dinner scene that it was playing, and I yeah, they made that for this movie. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So, just because I, of that, I feel like it deserves. I I, I I remember their rendition of "Kids in the Future." Yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, nobody can do it quite like the "Kids in the Future" song in the Jimmy Neutron movie. That song fucking slaps in that yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, but essentially, Jim. But anyway, my point, my point being, the, my point being, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius will never be Meet the Robinsons. Let's be real. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah.
Uh, so I'd say pretty good, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. I'm just thinking about the singing frogs right now. I know that that is a good <laughs> movie. yeah, like now I gotta watch like sometime soon. But yeah. Oh, this next movie, Bolt. What do we think? Ugh, I had it on DVD. It was like fine. Yeah, I think it's fine too. I mean, like It's John not Travolta. memorable. Yeah, John John Travolta voicing a dog isn't really that appealing, really. But yeah, And then wasn't like. like Noah Cyrus was the um No, Miley Cyrus voiced Penny. Oh, it was Miley Cyrus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like Noah Cy No, you're thinking about Ponyo. Like like Noah Oh, Cyrus yes, voiced I am. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay. So you Oh, oh, okay. So can we agree that Ponyo is kind of better than the Little Mermaid? I think so. I saw I think I saw it on my birthday Oh, did you? in Okay. the movie. I don't know. When did I I'll look up the release date, but I I remember I would say maybe 2000 I saw it for someone else's birthday. I think 2008 is when it came out. Or at Yeah, least but I'm I thinking can't remember of like the release internet. date around my birthday. At least I'm thinking about the Japanese release, Oh but no, I'm sure release that date August 14th, so I probably saw it for someone else's birthday. Yeah. But yeah. I Yeah, like that. Pon yeah, yeah. Ponyo Ponyo is great. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, uh what was I what was I gonna say? Oh, uh like 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 print like another Ghibli movie, Princess Mononoke is better than Pocahontas. You got uh another movie better than Oh my god. Wait. Wait. I was gonna I was gonna bring up Ghibli in like in, in one of our tearless conversations, but oh man. Uh it's gonna come oh I think since that since that you liked since that I since that I'm super glad that, that you did watch Ponyo, uh I think you would like Whisper of the Heart a lot. <laughs> Okay. like like it's not like like not exactly Hayao Miyazaki, because like Miyazaki directed Ponyo. But but yeah, Whisper of the Heart I think you'd really like. Uh uh Kiki's Delivery Service is great. Really love that movie so much. Like probably my favorite ever. Um and uh another one. I'm blanking on it. Oh, Nox oh Nausicaa is cool. Nausicaa, the Valley of the Wind. That's really that that's a really cool movie. But yeah. Uh anyway. I think I think Bolt does well is satirize Hollywood culture kind of essentially essentially what blurs the line between reality and fiction because like because like, when you look at like because like when you look at like the tv show that they're in like it looks like a really cool movie and then and then when you're put back into reality it's kind of boring and then you and admittedly like the road trip aspect of it is nice but yeah i don't think it's that special Yeah. I'd, I'd say meh it's meh all right uh oh the princess and the frog Oh, what do that's you think a good one. That's yeah a really that that movie makes me want to go to New Orleans or yeah New Orleans, New Orleans. yeah yeah i've been to georgia Yeah, I've been to Georgia too. oh like uh wait wait have you ever tried the what's it called the powdery uh Beignets. Oh yeah hell beignets yeah. Yeah. beignets Yeah. i love beignets they're so good And uh, yeah, I also really like like Cajun cooking and stuff like that. So yeah I feel like I would like New Orleans, New Orleans. yeah yeah i think i would like it too yeah i would like i would go to new i would go to new orleans just for mardi gras let's be Yeah, real yeah that's when you have to go. yeah
Yeah, uh, I think Princess and the Frog is really cute. I mean, after all, like it's a big milestone. It's a big milestone being, being, be, being like the first like Disney princess movie to have an African American in the in the lead, even though she's a frog the entire time. Yeah, but and <laughs> I think like Naveen is like really he's such a charming guy. Doctor Facilier, such a great villain. He's voiced by Keith David, by the way. I think. I think that's like a pretty big plus. Uh, bro, don't get me started on Ray. If I talk about Ray, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna freaking sob. Like the mosquito oh or whatever yeah. he was. Firefly. He was a firefly. Firefly. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, I really liked Ray. He was so he was such a great character. Yeah. It's so funny, and to see him like be stepped on by Facilier like crushed me. Oh my god. I saw that for my my friend's birthday and we saw it like the opening night or something and i have okay. it was a really good birthday party and we got to like go after um and see like a bunch of stuff it was cool okay me and my family were one of the few people who saw this pretty early okay yeah like we went to like some type of early screening for it and like we and I remember this. We skipped an entire day of school. Like we made it like a whole event out of that. It was me. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. It was me, my sibling, and sister's friends at the time, and and, and several of our neighbors. And we would all we all went to the city to go see this movie. So yeah, and and oh. and, and 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 I basically like bragged to my entire fifth grade class, like, "Ha! I saw it early than you guys." Ha, yeah. Ha. <laughs> And also has really good music too. Yes, like yeah, yeah. Uh, friends on the other side, freaking Bob. It's it's a freaking Bob. Like I listen yeah. to it from time to time. Come on now, friends, let's shake hands. <laughs> really like it, but yeah. Uh, but but again, like uh, with Ray being stepped on, I was like, I, I was like convincing myself, he's fine, he's fine. But then like, but then I realized like. Oh, like this dude is gone for real, though. Like, yeah, I would say. What do you think? Pretty good. I think or... it's enjoyable. Okay, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. I say I say enjoyable too. And yeah, that's the end of the post Renaissance Ray Kane. Uh, also kind of a hot take. I think the post Renaissance is my Renaissance. Okay. You know, I was thinking about this. I think the Bronze Age is my renaissance. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So you've said, and, and I think, oh, okay. Like you watched one of those movies as a kid. Yeah. But, and you grew up on those. Me specifically, yeah. I grew up on these type of movies. They reshaped my entire identity as a whole. Like just to like, just to see like Jim Hawkins, like, and again, and again, seeing Jim Hawkins ride, ride on a, ride on a jet parasail was cool. Right on a jet parasail was cool. You got, you got the exploration of Atlantis. You have, uh, a, a, you have this Hawaiian girl befriending an alien. You have, uh, um, you have this kid going to the future and meeting his and, and being friends with his future son. And you have the, and you have, and you have this show dog who realizes, who realizes that his entire life was a lie. Yeah, and then of course there's. Chicken Little, the very bane of my existence, <laughs> and Home on the Rage too. But the but 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 yeah, just a, just a couple of missteps in there. But you know, but you know what? The post Renaissance that's great. It's great. I love it. It's great. 
But yeah, uh, your consensus on the post Renaissance? Um, I think it's okay. There, we got a few good movies out of it, but other than that, pretty unmemorable for me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But yeah, uh, we've we reached the end. Uh, next time we're gonna cover the revival era, which is like the Disney movies of today. So this is perfectly updated. So like Strange World being like the latest to come out. So yeah. Okay. Uh, well, guys, again, this has been great. Uh, thank you, thank you guys again so much for uh listening and and hearing us like geek about these types of movies uh yeah uh teresa do you have any like closing statements not today yeah not today yeah yeah yeah. you're busy crocheting it's fine <laughs> my, my closing statement would be to learn how to crochet because it's so much fun yeah yeah crocheting is fun guys you know like sometimes i would sit with my mom as she crochets you know it's fun yes. my sister does it too so all right cool yeah yeah. Cool. All right. Good yeah, it is it is a good skill. Yeah. Uh again, guys, thank you for listening. You can follow me on letter you can follow me on Letterbox, which I've recently subscribed to Patreon, meaning that meaning that when you're a patron on Letterboxd, you can like change posters whenever you want, you can pin lists, you can pin reviews and such. And yeah, and you can also like check the stats on like on on how many times you've watched a movie or like who's your most watched celebrity, most watched director and such. So so yeah, it's cool. You can follow me. Uh, you can follow. You can follow me on TikTok. You can follow me. You can follow me. Uh, you can follow the Santi Time podcast and stuff. You can follow. Uh, follow my Twitter and missing it. Missing. I'm missing a social. I feel like, but yeah, that's about it. And as always, you can follow the all. As always, you can check out the Albany Student Press website. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys. Uh. Okay, guys, uh, all, I, all I can say now is squeak, squeaker, squeaking, which is goodbye and, and squirrel talk. Squeaker, squeaking. Yes, goodbye, everybody. All okay, right. Nice. All right, all right.